The City of Toronto ads I talked about drew the ire of mayoral candidate Sarah Kleimanhag, and she discussed it with me as to how this could have possibly happened, what the response should be, and exactly where we go with public health messaging when you betray the trust of the general public. That's now on Toronto Today. Okay, more questions than answers about what we saw yesterday um, from the City of Toronto. I can't figure it out. I don't know what the genesis was, and it's, it is our tax dollars. W- would I want, even if somebody private paid for this, even if it wasn't your money that went to the manufacturing of 10 advertisements, and I had people reach out who make videos, and they said those, like I, I estimated this in the low six figures, and they said to make those 10 videos, that's a lot more than that. There's a set, there's a script, there's there's union contracts, there's the camera people, the key grips. You're making 10 mini movies, and the city of Toronto made them, and if you didn't see them yesterday, unless you know where to go find them, you'll never see them. Because after a few hours, just a scant few hours of uh, people noting that they feel, and I don't use these phrases very often, I really don't, and I haven't, and I'm pleased that I haven't, but I'm going to call it as I see it. They were coercive. They were propagandist. They were non-scientific and they were quite threatening and they may have targeted a specific community, um, you know, demographically in the city of Toronto. It's a big problem. Someone else who spoke on it that saw the videos is running for mayor of the city of Toronto and she is Sarah Kleimanhag. It's great to have you on. Thanks very much for the time. Is there anything, when I lay that out for people who are just coming to this story, what was your first reaction to seeing the first video, I, I thought there's something wrong. This can't be coming from a municipality, let alone our own. You know, Greg, I'm glad you mentioned how you don't like to throw those terms around. And I feel the same way. I, I hesitate to call stuff, you know, so um, so vehemently, but I felt the same way. I was appalled. I, I felt this was emotional manipulation. I I couldn't believe that I know how expensive those videos would be. I mean, I just did my own campaign video, a far less uh, polished version of what that those ads were. And that was an expensive campaign. So I was appalled that our tax dollars would be doing this. I was appalled that that we haven't learned from the mistakes of the past, that we shouldn't be isolating children, that we shouldn't be telling them it's unsafe to go play in the playground, that we shouldn't be saying it's unsafe to go to school, that we shouldn't be saying it's unsafe for babies to see their grandparents. It's horrifying that we would continue continue this emotional manipulation in service of a vaccination program that other countries and other jurisdictions are themselves, you know, slowing down from this very aggressive approach. If the city wanted to promote vaccination, which I personally think they should be not taking on the role of a doctor, they should be the government. But if they want to take that on, then advertise the hours of the clinics and the locations. And you can say we've got them and here they are. But to come home with this emotional manipulation is, yes, I was really appalled and I couldn't, I couldn't stop my own very uh, emotional reaction when I saw those ads. And I, I saw four of them and it was like each one was worse than the last. Each one was worse than the last. You you, you absolutely have it. And on a day when it, it gets confirmed that the federal government is going to allow people who are unvaccinated to travel into Canada, that you're not going to have to utilize, you know, uh, unless you want to, the Arrive Can app anymore. I'm just looking at the timing of this going to have been a fly on the wall, to have been just sitting there. There must have been somebody sitting around that table, around that Zoom meeting, Sarah, going, 
Stop. Not only is this wrong, but we're going to get barbecued for this in the eye of public opinion. And nobody spoke up, clearly. Well, and I think that's the problem. You know, who is accountable for this? And someone needs to be accountable. They either need to stand behind the decision and tell us why they thought it was a good idea, or they need to apologize that it was the wrong, you know, it was old thinking. It, it shouldn't have gone forward. And, and they're sorry for this kind of tax money. I said in one of my tweets that let's put a halt on the ads altogether right now until we look at what mindset was behind this ads. And, you know, we can look again at the city of Toronto is still um, having out of date policies by not letting, you know, children, uh, students volunteer or work as lifeguards if they haven't had an obsolete two dose boost, uh, two dose vaccination. So the city is just, it needs to bring its policies out into the light. And that's the only good thing about this ad campaign is it brought it out into light. It brought it out this, yeah. this mindset that says it's okay to emotionally manipulate people to get them to make a individual medical decision that we actually don't have expertise on. And I think that that's the only good thing about this ad campaign is that it is bringing that discussion into the forefront where it belongs. And so I would like to see the mayor, I would like to see the public health officer, I would like to see people talk about this. And let's talk about, is it, are we finally ready to move on from, um, uh, from, from coercion, from uh, unfair um, pushing for something that really people should be talking to their doctors about? And, and if parents, Sarah, you nailed it. And if parents want to vaccinate their seven-year-old, I want the vaccines available. I want you to tell them where they can go. I want them to get the proper medical advice. I don't care if they've got a seven-year-old or a seven-month-old. But mm -hmm. And absolutely, that can be the case. But, it, you know, you're right. The accountability factor here. And this may be why people like you are running for office. I want John Tory to say today, I saw the videos and I approved them or I didn't. And I wish I had. And I'm going to find out more about them. Get in front of a can. He's not he's not camera shy. You can find him. He gets in front of cameras. He cuts a lot of ribbons. And I want Dr. Davila to get out in front of this as the city's chief medical officer of health and say, I saw the videos and I approved them. Or if she didn't, she needs to explain how she could possibly not know anything about them as the chief medical officer of health of the city. But we need answers. This can't so much in politics gets swept under the rugs. And I'm not going to tolerate any rug sweeping here. People need to know where this came from. Well, and I'm so glad that you're doing it, Greg. And I hope that the other media outlets will take this up because it's important if we are having children, if this is if this address is is adding, sorry, if this ad is actually, if there's a real thing that's happening where children are still being isolated from life, we need to talk about that. And if the city of Toronto has any role in continuing that, they need to talk about it and say, again, do they defend it? Do they want to continue on this path? Or are they ready to take a new direction? So thank you for bringing it out. And I really hope other media outlets will do the same. Hey, I'm sure it won't be the last time we talk uh, before uh, people go and vote, but there's only... I want to ask you about debates. There's only one confirmed so far. And we were talking about this internally about how many is the right number. One clearly feels too little. And uh, and Ben Spur wrote about this in the star yesterday. We have every right to question, quote, the health of local democracy. If we're not allowed to have, um, you know, debates and honest conversation and talk about issues that matter to us where you must want to talk more than one time to the people of Toronto in that kind of format. Well, absolutely. I mean, do we have a democracy or not? If we have a democracy, we need to know about different candidates. And what's the best way to hear from different candidates? Debates where they talk to each other, where we voters can compare ideas, can compare approaches, can compare communication styles, all those things. Yeah. If we're not going to present that 
to voters, how can we possibly say we have a democracy? Yeah. As you say, the current mayor is not afraid of getting in front of the camera. There's a huge amount of press coverage for all of the incumbents, especially him. And so there's how can you have a democracy yeah. where people aren't seeing the other candidates? Yeah. Sarah, I got a blast. Thanks for the time today on this important issue. And I know we'll talk again soon. Yeah. Great to talk to you, Greg. Sarah Kleimanhag joining us.